Hello and welcome everybody. Today we're talking about the feeling of being a burden and it is an incredibly important subject of discussion for uh, for myself. I feel like it's at the core of some of my challenges in life or it has been and I feel that uh, me exploring this and starting to unravel it, the feeling of being a burden, has been one of the most important uh, undertakings of the last several years. It's been such an extraordinarily vital thing because I, I kind of came into this life, it seems, with a predisposition to looking at myself as a burden and interpreting things around me as a confirmation that I'm a burden. I don't know where this came from because it really feels like I had it like since forever. And that as a child, um, you know, it's very easy for a child, a sensitive child, to look at their parents and their parents may be carrying the weight of the world and carrying their own entire personal history and all the all the tension and stress of that and a child sees that they see their parents in a moment of frustration or in a season of um, difficulty and they just make it about the child makes it about him or herself oh it's because I'm bad oh it's because I'm a burden and uh, I I did that a lot as a kid and throughout life even even to this day um, there's this predisposition towards seeing myself as a burden. I think it's an incredibly um, common affliction. And I say affliction because it can be so, well, I think because it's so untrue. And it can, it's a, it's a voice that can accompany people into their darkest moments. I, um, I've heard accounts of an, a number of people um, who have walked to the very edge of wanting to leave this world and leave this life. And, and uh, one of the sentiments that they thought in the darkest moments was that they're a burden and that this world would be, a better, off, would be better off without them. And it's, it is such a wildly untrue uh, sentiment. And fortunately... There's another voice in those individuals, and they were able to see, oh, I was so wrong. That's one of the most irrational things I could ever feel. Because I personally believe that each person, you, me, everybody, our mere existence is a contribution to the beauty of this world. Our mere existence is a contribution to the love in this world. And what I mean by that is um, there are these invisible acts that happen throughout our lives that we might not recognize. And I'll give an example. Um, you could go to the grocery store and hold the door open for somebody. And you might be not feeling particularly good, but there was something about the way you held the door open for that person that communicated something to them non-verbally. And they might not even consciously register this, but it's like some wave kind of is transferred and they absorb it and they don't even notice consciously, but it's a real thing. It's a, it's a feeling, it's an energy. It's some emotional uh, exchange that happens and then they carry on and that wave 
it it ripples out of them in some interaction that they might not even be conscious of. It's again one of these silent uh, acts of love or kindness or whatever you want to call it. And that wave just keeps on rippling and growing and multiplying. And it turns into this extraordinary kind of um, symphony of love rippling out throughout uh, society or the world. Um, I think that we, we have these kind of acts throughout our lives all the time. And we often don't recognize them while they're happening. Sometimes we don't even recognize them in hindsight. They're just these beautiful, sacred moments that are life. And a person just walking through their life acts out these transmissions of love and they ripple around and multiply and and something and, and there's certain things that we recognize like if someone writes a brilliant book or gets famous as a musician or uh, actor or something we we recognize that as a certain kind of success um but on a certain level that that example of someone holding a door open it, it's kind of like it could be considered equal or even greater than some things that we recognize as superficial success. I mean, there are many examples of superficial success that probably don't have much at all of any of that love transmission in them. And uh, I don't need to list those. There are, are countless. So just the mere act of living and existing, I personally believe, is this amazing contribution to the world that sometimes we just don't even understand and can't see. And especially it's hard to see it when we're emotionally triggered and feeling like we're a burden. But yeah, a person, yeah, just living and having friends and being kind, like just going out into the world with a good heart is an enormous contribution to the world. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it's recognized, seen, appreciated. It might be in ways that we can't even imagine. And it might be so much that people neglect to say it because they think it's so obvious. Now, sometimes uh, we feel like a burden because we're actually in relationship dynamics or just life situations that are out of balance. And so someone might actually feel like we're being a burden on them or there just might be something that's actually out of balance. And I know for myself and for, uh, I guess, a young, innocent part of me, it can be easy to forget that I'm just in a very specific temporary situation that's out of balance. Um, it can be easy to forget that and to think that I'm just a burden by my very nature. Um, which isn't true, you know, it's just, if there's something out of balance, then all it means is that something needs to shift back into balance. If uh, you or I have been leaning on somebody too hard for support, or if somebody has been leaning on us too hard for support, it doesn't mean that anybody's a burden, it just means that boundaries need to be re-navigated, and that the balance needs to be restored. And sometimes that's a very easy, quick adjustment, and sometimes it can be a difficult one. It can involve some pain and some, some struggle. I know that years ago, I was in debt. I had been stacking up debt. 
and there was a moment of truth where I just had to like painfully acknowledge, um, okay, this isn't, you know, because I'm a bad person and this isn't going to change on its own. Truth is, I've just been acting out of balance and getting back into balance is going to hurt. I'm going to have to put my head down. I'm going to have to work my butt off and it's not going to happen right away. But in retrospect, it was not that hard. It was a great practice in showing myself what I was capable of. And I developed better habits by being honest about what was out of balance and then correcting that. Um, But it can be easy for a certain part of us to be in dynamics that are out of balance and just make that mean something that, that it doesn't about who we really are and about our nature. And that kind of leads into the last thing I want to say about this today. It's a giant subject. And I kind of wrote an entire book that dives into it. My, my most recent book is like an, autobi- it's an autobiographical story that dives into certain aspects of this very deeply and intimately. And the book I'm writing right now is kind of like next steps on the journey with it. There's, there's uh, certain voices that come up in my head that I, I try to treat with a high degree of skepticism. One of them, um, if, for example, if someone invites me somewhere, they say, Miles, you got to come. We're doing this thing on Saturday. You should really come. There's a voice that will come on in my head that says, they don't want you to come. They'll be be- you'll, it'll be better if you don't go. You should just, you know, stay by yourself. They don't want you to come. Or if, like, uh, a woman expresses interest in me or something, same voice will come up and be like, she's just being nice. She doesn't, she doesn't want to hang out with you. She invited you to hang out at a very specific time and place, but she's, this is, you know, she'd be better off without you. That's, that's the voice of me feeling like a burden and, like, people or the world would be better off without me. And I have learned to be when I recognize it to be like, wait a minute, I think is that that's that part of me that's been wrong the whole time. That's that part of me that <laughs> incorrectly believes that uh, that people or the world are going to be better off without my presence and my contribution. And in those moments, it's uh, good for me to just look at the actual evidence that's before me. There's this voice that thinks people don't actually want me to be around. And then there might be evidence of someone explicitly expressing desire for me to be around. And it's very important for me to show myself that, hey, Miles, I know you're like jumping into this cerebral analysis, but I'd like you to look at the only evidence in the case right here, which is that all that has happened is somebody has expressed interest in your presence. And somehow you've twisted that into the very opposite. <laughs> it's good to, for me to be skeptical of that voice. And, and it's a voice that I have recognized in other people as they're speaking. So that's why I'm sharing this. You might be able to relate to it. At least some of the people who are still watching or listening can probably relate on some level. And uh, yeah. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, there are several ways you can let me know. 
You can uh, give this a like if you're watching it on YouTube. If you're streaming it on a streaming platform, you can subscribe to the podcast. You can subscribe to the channel on YouTube if you haven't already. And if you're interested in checking out my book, uh, there are are links to that in the show notes or the description. And uh, yeah, thank you for watching, for listening. And uh, until next time, take care, everybody. Have a beautiful day.